Watching any sport is a hell of a lot more exciting when you got a little something-something riding on the game. But what happens when the season is over? At my bookie, there is no off-season. NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, boxing, heck, table tennis, MMA, and more. If they got it, you can bet it. If the games are being played, the line is on the board at my bookie. Just remember, where you bet, though, is every bit as important, if not more so than what you're betting on. That's why I tell all my friends to go to mybookie.ag. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big whatever, or these guys are in the market. Nah, Johnny come latelys. You want to trust them? Trust the bookie I've been working with for years, my bookie. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does it matter? Oh, I don't know. Maybe a million reasons. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code CHARLIE, ZULU, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. That's promo code ZABE. And get your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. You bet, you win, and most importantly, you get paid with mybookie.ag. You've heard me talk about Tacovas, the company carrying on all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. Well, longtime listener Jeremy emailed me to say, Zabe, I was on a work trip to Austin, knew about Tacovas from the podcast, stopped into the store. Next thing you know, I've got a damn good pair of boots and I'm looking sharp with a nice buzz to boot. Giddy up. Tacovas believes in Western for all. And you can feel that when you stop in one of their stores and get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. If you can't make it into the store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 at Tacovas.com. Just use promo code ZABE. That's promo code Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo at checkout. It's a $30 value and they sell out fast. Only at Tacovas.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Today on the ZabeCast, we've waited all semester, blowing off our NFL draft homework. But luckily, the man who loves this thing more than any ex-player ever should, Fred Smoot, is here to help us cram for the test. You'll hear why he has a bias against unmarried QBs winning the Super Bowl and a cautionary tale of avoiding the just-as-good quarterback. All that plus what two picks by the Eagles would leave him crying. Your bonus, 40-minute edition of Pure Me is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go! Here we go! Thursday, April 27, 2023. Thank you for downloading. As you might expect... A lot of people are going to tune into the draft tonight for the first round, and then on Friday, the second round. And then if you're still there with them as a hardcore draft nerd, you'll be there on the weekend for rounds three through seven. It's quite a production, quite a thing. I'm not anti-draft, but I don't obsess over it. But I'll have fun watching it tonight, and I hope you will as well. And uh, you will hear uh, me, Scott, actually not tonight. Yeah, you'll hear me, Scott, and Solly not talk about the draft as well because we taped Thursday morning. So you have to wait till Monday for post-draft react. Sorry, not sorry. It is the production schedule of this podcast. Before we get to Fred Smoot, I saw this story on the new Wonderlick. Yes, the new Wonderlick. This has replaced the old Wonderlick, which became quite the source of contention and angst and racial finger-pointing by some 
because the scores were supposed to be kept confidential and they would always leak out. And then somebody would have a, a low wonderlick test and they would be branded as stupid. And if it happened to be a black quarterback, it was seen in a very negative light because obviously black quarterbacks had to struggle to overcome the bias, the stigma of NFL teams not using them at that position, converting them to other positions. So I understand where it comes from. That said, there have been white quarterbacks with low wonderlicks that were just not very smart. The wonderlick itself was perhaps not the best test to use. So the NFL nixed the wonderlick and replaced it with a new wonderlick called the S2 Cognitive Test. So this is a new test that does it slightly differently. It uses measurements in different sections that tries to test a quarterback's ability to track multiple objects, make complex decisions, and filter through if-then scenarios with different defensive scenarios presented with an ability to improvise. The test takes 45 minutes, is run through a gaming laptop, and it supposedly measures a player's ability to quickly dissect information that appears on the screen in front of them. It's just one more thing in there. Well, who had the reportedly leaked lowest score of all the quarterbacks in the draft? That'd be C.J. Stroud out of Ohio State. He had a 18% score out of 100%, while Bryce Young, the teacher's pet in this year's draft, scored the highest at 98%. Now, as soon as this stuff leaked out, uh, the guy who co-founded the S2 Cognition Test, Brandon Ally, says some of the scores that he saw were not accurate. Said Ally on the Pat McAfee Show, quote, the day that those leaks happened, my phone was blowing up from general managers and our attorney. We can't speak on specifics. What I will say is the list of scores I have seen, two of those scores are not accurate. They're not accurate at all. Okay? Are they off a little bit? Off a lot? What does your at all define mean? in terms of not accurate. He says some of the reason could be for narrative purposes. The other reason is that they don't have context. So somebody, he says, and this is Ally, the guy who co-founded the test, somebody could have gotten a list of very early scores. One of the particular athletes on that list, I know, had a difficult time making his way to the All-Star game. Things were delayed. He was in high demand. He was hungry. He was tired. It was 11 p.m. He didn't want to do the test. He was frustrated. But we administered the test because we were asked to do so. We knew at that point in time, we said, hey, we're going to get to you again. We'll get to you at your pro day, at your 30 visit. We did that, and his score was significantly higher than what it's being reported in the media. I'm not saying it was C.J. Stroud, says Ally, but for contextual purposes, the scores that were leaked, there's a couple of them that are inaccurate, and there needs to be context behind that. Okay, fine. Well, then release the fucking scores. If you replace the Wonderlick, which may have been inadequate, misguided, culturally biased, who knows, then just fucking release it. You know, it's one thing. It's one test. They measure everything else, and they do it in full view. 40-yard dash time, weightlifting, jumping, a broad jumping, high jump, all this shit. And then one thing about the whole draft process kept secret. Oh, we can't tell them what, what they scored on this test, the S2. If you don't want people misreporting the scores and leaking it and having to call your attorney, uh, yes, uh, should we sue somebody over this? Sue them. A bunch of fucking numbers for quarterbacks who are or are not going to get drafted by teams for many other reasons than the S2 test. So yeah, no, we, we, don't, we don't need to sue anybody. It just happened. <sighs> and so it goes. All right, let's get down to it. Time to cram for the test. That is the first round of the NFL draft. Our proctor, our teacher's assistant, Fred Smoot, joins us now right after this. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match 
with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If 2024 is the year you're jetting off to a new country, or even just want to expand your language skills beyond English, then I urge you to check out Rosetta Stone today. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years. Why? Because it works. Instead of drilling vocabulary words, with Rosetta Stone you learn by matching audio, from native speakers to visuals, reading stories, participating in dialogues, and other practical language skills that fast-track your ability to communicate fluently. Not only is it a more effective way to learn, it's more fun. Rosetta Stone's advanced voice recognition technology gives you feedback on how well you pronounce words. Other language learning apps use speech recognition to detect what you said. Rosetta Stone tells you how well you said it. Rosetta Stone offers 25 languages with lessons available on your computer, phone, or tablet. And with a lifetime membership, you get forever access to all the lessons for all the languages and never pay a renewal fee. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, ZabeCast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Watching any sport is a hell of a lot more exciting when you got a little something-something riding on the game. But what happens when the season is over? At my bookie, there is no off-season. NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, boxing, heck, table tennis, MMA, and more. If they got it, you can bet it. If the games are being played, the line is on the board at my bookie. Just remember, where you bet, though, is every bit as important, if not more so than what you're betting on. That's why I tell all my friends to go to mybookie.ag. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big whatever, or these guys are in the market. Nah, Johnny come latelys. You want to trust them? Trust the bookie I've been working with for years, my bookie. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does it matter? Oh, I don't know. Maybe a million reasons. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code CHARLIE, ZULU, ALPHA, BRAVO, ECHO. That's promo code ZABE. And get your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. You bet, you win, and most importantly, you get paid with mybookie.ag. Fred Smoot, Mississippi Mountain of the South, the part-time boat captain, radio post-game host of the Washington Commanders, friend of billionaires, enemies to loose-throwing quarterbacks, the last of the honorary black Targaryens and first of his name, interceptor of passers. It is great to talk to you, my friend. Did I did I leave anything out in that introduction? Well, you know what? You 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 didn't. You 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 actually nailed it, Sir Brown of the Blackwater. You 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 actually did a great job right there, man. You know, <laughs> I love it. You you love the draft. You're very good at yeah. the draft. We're gonna get into the weeds on the draft, but yeah. first, I have got to put a quarter in your jukebox about Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. Now he's a Jet. 
Yeah. The, the footage as I taped this on a third on a Wednesday, footage of him walking into the Jets facility wearing his Jets gear has shook. Has shook Freddie a lot of Packer fans here in Wisconsin. And all I can say is this. I've never understood you athletes. And I'm mm. not meant to understand you athletes because I'm a civilian Fred. I watched and cheered for you guys. You're the ones in the arena playing the sport. Can you explain Aaron Rodgers wanting to play for the Jets to us civilians? I, I, I love it. I love it. And you know why I love it? Because at the end of the day, the Green Bay Packers, the Green Bay Packers, all the history, all the nostalgia, everything that come with it. You think Ray Nitsky, you think Brett Favre, you think all of that. And then it's illusion. Right? It's all illusions. Right? This is what it is. At the end of the day, they are an overhyped franchise that's had, ah, uh, let me count, two, three decades of back-to-back-to-back Hall of Fame quarterbacking, and they got two Super Bowls to show for it. I, you're talking about a franchise that doesn't touch free agency. You're talking about a franchise that be, believes in uh, – building eternally while you got these quarterbacks on your roster. You're talking about a franchise that's dominated a division for over two decades and have two Super Bowls to show for it. So, yes, if, you, if you're going to underachieve that much, you might as well do it in a big city that you can come back to and have a football afterlife with. See, the one thing about being a Green Bay Packer, there's no football afterlife because the city has 13 people in it. So, at the end of the day, where would you rather be at? Would you rather just be in flea bottom or would you rather go to king's landing all right so that's what he's done he's went to the capital and there's nothing wrong with that i think he's going to be very good this year for them next year not so sure but i think this year he's going to be very good what do you think I think success breeds. I'm not going anywhere. I think it's Wolf of Wall Street. I'm not going anywhere. Not leaving. The, not leaving. Not leaving. And this is why he ain't going to do it because at the end of the day, he hasn't had a defense in Green Bay that can compare to this defense probably since Charles Woodson played for the Green Bay Packers. He hasn't had a wide receiving core, meaning more than one guy like this since ever. I uh, So look at the, uh, the massive offensive line that they have in the draft picks they have to add even more guys don't be shocked that they go get a tight end in this draft yes they can win the question is which Aaron Rodgers you gonna get and when I saw him walk in there today he seemed like a lot of stuff was off of his shoulder. He seemed happy. It seemed like no darkness retreat here. Like none of that. It seemed <laughs> I am happy to be here. Let's get started. Yeah, it's going to be fascinating to watch. You know, he put out this big Instagram goodbye yesterday, and we talked about it today on our show, Fred. Yeah. And my stance was this. Not, a lot of people didn't understand it. Many people did. I said, Okay, that's great. That's good for you, Aaron. I believe you're genuine, your sentiments about, I love Green Bay, I'll miss you, I appreciate everything. But as a fan, I sat there and I said, well, I'm unmoved by this because this is a you thing. This was for you, about you, and I'm not mad about it, but it does nothing for me. Like, you left. At the end of the day, you left. So Mm -hmm. what am I supposed to do? Weep tears of joy and remembrance of this Instagram post? No, this was for you and your image. Does that make sense? No, no, cry me a river. I, you, 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 you didn't turn to a loyalist so quick. How did you become faith of the seven so fast? At the end of the day, you know damn well he was doing that to say goodbye in a nice way. I, the, the breakup of divorce is a divorce. Divorces are never good. I always tell people, if you're looking for a good situation, divorce is not one of them. You're going to get the worst out of, bed, uh, of both people, but when it's right. over with, when it's over with, it ain't no reason to throw darts at the board. And No, because he got to come back there to retire as a Green Bay Packer, yes. no matter what. So he understands, let's keep this, let's keep everything open. I'm just going to do the same thing that Brett Favre did on y'all and turn my back and go to the same team he went to and do the same exact thing. Oh, wait a minute. Are you saying he could end up in the division with somebody, why, why not? Why Kirk not? Cousins. If, if if you if you take out Kirk Cousins and put Aaron Rodgers in a Vikings uniform, are they not a Super Bowl contender? 
Uh, yeah, but they've, they have such a bad defense in Minnesota right now. That's the difference. He's going to a Jet team, like you said, that has a stone-cold killer defense. They came into Lambeau, and I was there in the stands watching it, and they put him on lockdown. Sauce Gardner with the cheese head romping out of the stadium. Believe me, that put an impression on Rodgers. He probably said, damn. I wouldn't have to do a whole lot of work with these cats. No, no, he can't. He don't have to do a lot of work. And then think about, see, this his entry to the uh, uh, facility today did two things. The defense doesn't have to play lockdown. They're going to get to play with a lead. I, it also opens up the kicker to have his best year. Uh, Gary Wilson will be one of the top receivers in the league by the end of the year. It takes pressures off the offensive line. Coach, uh, the, the head coach just got taken up a notch because now he's going to – his winning percentage just almost doubled. I, I, he makes everybody's <laughs> job easy. Yeah. All right, now the question is, what's going to happen on the game that they lose? Because what he's going to have to learn is you cannot handle the New York media like you have been handling yes. and, and dictating the media in Green Bay. Yeah, that's going to be very interesting. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. I said that you know the first time a Jet fan watches Rodgers on 3rd and 11, hit Garrett Wilson right on the money on a slant pattern where he runs for another 30 yards is going to feel like teenage sex in the backseat of your car. Oh, yes, it is. It's going to be fantastic. And the one thing about it is we're talking about a, a quarterback-starved uh, franchise. Yeah. I, I, and one thing I say, you know, I always got these things I go study, and I was studying the married quarterback. I, the married quarterback usually <laughs> wins the Super Bowl. Now, it has married. been a number. Yes, if you're not married, you're not going to win. Now, the thing about it is it has been anomalies against the Matrix, and a couple of those were Joe Namath, as a Jet, wow! I, it, it was Aaron Rodgers as a Packer, mm-hmm. and it was Ben Roethlisberger as a wow. ugly, ugly quarterback from the Steelers. <laughs> now, now the thing about it is, uh, you do this and say, can he mimic what Joe Namath did? Because the one thing I say about unmarried quarterbacks. If you cannot hold a family down at the house, how are you going to hold and dictate the football family? And see, and, and that's what you see with Aaron is he kind of he's kind of looped in that way. He's kind of I'm gonna come do my job. I just hope everybody else do theirs. Where well, Tom Brady, a married dude, gonna have it like a family. Uh, Pat Mahomes is gonna have it like a family. That's why I picked the Chiefs over the Philadelphia Eagles because Jalen Hurts is still single. All right. So at the end of the day, if you go back <laughs> and you look at my hypothesis, you will see more than not, the Super Bowl winner is a married quarterback. Josh Allen, not married yet, not going to win a quarter, not going to win a Super Bowl. Joe Burrow, not married yet, not going to win a Super Bowl. Like, until you get to those growing pains of football relationship and the the growing pains of a real relationship, that shows you can lead a franchise and be the face of it. That's a great angle. Now I'm going to have to go dive back and find how many single or unmarried quarterbacks lost the Super Bowl. Oh, oh, yes, it's it's over eighty percent. Like I told you, the three anomalies I just gave them to so you. So there's a lot that have lost it. Okay, that's interesting. You know, Mahomes won his first while I think just engaged. Engaged. Does yes, that does that in, count in the this, smooth it, married uh, matrix? Does yes. that count? Yes, you have taken a step <laughs> towards selling your soul. Yes, okay. you have. Okay. <laughs> I love it. All right. Uh, question. Is the NFL draft getting easier for teams and GMs, harder for teams and GMs, or is it still the same as it's always been? It's still the same that it's always been the most flawed transition of power you've ever seen. Uh, the thing about it is most scouts get paid to be wrong. Uh, here goes the truth about it. We're going to watch 31 guys get picked in the first round come Thursday, and 65% of them will be busts. Uh, and next thing you know is teams will fill their roster with second and third and fourth and fifth round players that are actually become the stars because the one thing about the first round of the draft is who the safest pick. That's it. 
they're looking for safe picks. They're not trying to knock one out the ballpark. They're trying to say, who is the safest pick? Not going to make me look like a damn fool. Then they get into the second round, third round, fourth round. Now they're willing to take chances on guys with high upside, but maybe something else, injuries off the field, whatever that other baggage is, now they're willing to take a chance on that guy. And nine times out of ten, that's the guy they're going to end up re-signing four years from now. The media spends two and a half months asking each other, who do you like? Who do you like? Who do you like? Is this yeah, guy any good? Yeah. Is that any good? And then they talk to other teams and they go, oh, he says this guy's good. And they kind of come to this loose consensus on who's supposed to be good. And you're right. GMs and teams dare not stray from this two and a half month cake that's been baked as to who they think is any good. But it's all guesswork. And so you're right. These teams are afraid of the backlash of you took him. He wasn't mm-hmm. on anyone's mock draft. Yeah. Well, what does that fucking matter? It, it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, who fits my team? Who can help me win? That's all that matters. But when they start playing these Jedi mind tricks, they outthink themselves. Like the one thing I always – see, this is the thing I don't like. Guys go put four years, three years of film together. And then out of three months of their last year after playing from the combine to the draft, they are ripped apart, and all of a sudden now I can't play football. Right? So sometimes <laughs> do not outthink yourself. Look at the tape. Can the guy play like Jack Campbell? Like this is what I love about Jack Campbell, middle linebacker from Iowa. He is a throwback blue collar. It, it feel his nostalgia when you watch him play. It feel like I watched him play for the Steelers in 1980. I, he one of them guys where when you look at him. I already see your career path. I already see which you're going to be at 6'4", 250 pounds, running sideline to sideline. But now people are out thinking it, and now he's a second-round pick. But now when we turn the page five years from now, he, he's looking like Luke Kinkley, and now people are going to be like, how dare, how the hell did you not draft this guy? I, Anthony Richardson, we're looking at this guy. We're looking at this guy, but we know he needs time to bake. I, we're going to watch some team like Seattle draft him, put him behind Geno Smith, let him uh, have time to turn the Pat Mahomes, and he's going to come out and he's going to be somebody's animal. And then we're going to think, look, five years from now, how could you pick C.J. Stroud? <laughs> how could you pick Bryce Young over? Like, you're overthinking it. Donnell Washington is a 6'7", 260-pound tight end who not only right now can go first round as a tight end, could be the number one tackle off the board. That's how good he blocked. We're going to overthink it, too. And, and Cincinnati going to end up picking him at 28 and turning him into a pro bowler. So at the end of the day, we're going to watch teams build guys up like all of a sudden Will Levis has turned into uh, uh, the second coming of John Elway <laughs> no he hasn't Have you, did you watch what I watched we do this every year where we find the second third fourth fifth best quarterback and we want to promote him we do it every year and we have watched the second quarterback of every draft stink I not some of them all of them look back at the draft from Peyton Manning to Ryan Lee you're like, no matter what you do, the second, third, sometime fourth quarterback ain't your best choice. You're just forcing it because it's the draft. It's like the Susan Lucci effect, you know. She was always finishing runner-up, you know, in the daytime Emmys. Poor Susan Lucci. When's she ever going to win? So you're saying the second quarterback picked has a strong track record of being the rubber chicken, as I call it. Yes, because he's the forced one. He's the one that they're trying to uh, right. compare to the first guy. Like he's just he's, as good. I know yeah. you wanted this guy, but don't worry. Ryan Leaf is just as good. Just, just as good. And we see this all the time. Like you go back and in the draft, Andrew Luck, RG3. I like you go through any draft <laughs> where you see these things, and, and I say this about RG three. I feel like RG three had all the talent. His rookie year was amazing. Now RG three was the worst enemy of RG three. Yes, it wasn't was. his. It wasn't his talent. And if you go back and look at the draft picks, the first round draft picks over the last decade for the Washington football team, you actually can't say anything bad. Especially if I throw in some extra picks like a Trent Williams. Uh, you know, uh, I think that was uh, 2011 in a Ryan Kerrigan. Then you come back with a John Allen who's a uh, Ryan Arakpo was really good yeah. while he yeah. had him. I mean, they, yeah. they picked pretty well in the first round. <laughs> Yeah, you got Deron Payne, who's a pro bowler. You got Montez Sweat, Jahan Dotson, Brandon Sheriff, who's still, an all-pro. Still didn't win shit, though. 
Because he yeah, ain't got no quarterback. You got no quarterback. So this is the thing that we're going to see, and that's why we're going to get a young wolf, Sam Howell, a chance and see what he is. But I'm sorry. If if, if Herndon Hooker is there from Tennessee, I might be mm. actually tempted to get him. But now mm. I think the offer, I think the ultimate thing for the commanders to do, and nobody's thinking like this, I would actually get on the phone and call the, the Los Angeles Rams a team I know don't have a first-round pick because I don't think a lot of people is going to be rushing to move up in this draft. I I think everybody knows the players are in the second, third, and fourth round. So if I get on the phone with them and trade completely out of the first round, put myself in the Caleb Caleb Williams sweepstakes, if Sam Howe doesn't work out, that means Sam Howe would deliver me to at least three wins in a top five pick. And now I got two (laughs) first-round picks, and now I can get that last peak piece in Caleb Williams, plus getting an extra second-round pick in this year's draft to really make things happen. And I can walk out of here with, with Donnell Wright from Tennessee as a tackle. I can walk out of here with, 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 with whatever I want, Jack Campbell, and still be ready to get my quarterback next year. And I wouldn't be shocked, especially because we got a new ownership group coming. I would not be shocked. Hypothetical, Fred. If the NFL allowed you to pick a player who yeah. wasn't going to be eligible till a year later, would Caleb Williams be the number one, number one this year? Hypothetical. Caleb- Caleb Williams would be the number one quarterback in this draft. He's better than C.J. Stroud. He's better than Bryce Young. A team would ta- a team would take him and go. We're just going to sit and wait a year. Don't worry. This is the guy hey, we want. That's the guy they want. Like he's going to have guys literally saying we're planning for next year, and I think we should be one of those teams. The Texans are not in love with a quarterback in this draft. They might be one of them teams. I wouldn't be shocked if the Texans on draft day traded for Lamar Jackson considering they got two first-round picks in this year's draft. Wouldn't be shocked. But at the end of the day, I just think if you're not in love with anybody, and I keep hearing this, a lot of teams are not in love with a lot of these first-round draft picks. Why not trade out and think about next year, especially when you got new ownership coming. The one thing new ownership is going to do, they're going to want to make a big splash. What bigger splash would be better than bringing Caleb Williams back to D.C.? Ah, that changed everything. Yeah, I love the just as good as theory. It reminds me of the great Eddie Murphy Raw, where just as good as McDonald's, you saw that, right? Yeah, I did. I did. You can't, <laughs> no, McDonald's is not as good as McDonald's. <laughs> My mom used to make hamburgers with bread. <laughs> And she was yeah. like, this is better than McDonald's. Better than McDonald's? No, it's not. It's, no, it's, it's totally not. not. But, but like I said, this is the time yeah. when we prop guys up and then we watch draft classes fail. Yeah. Like, here go the truth about it. Like, a lot of these guys won't even be in the league in four years. I know. Right, so you can, you, you can prop them up and look and say who's flawless and say who's not. But at the end of the day, some of this is just what company – do you go to when you get there's, drafted? There's a lot of that as well. Also, it's why Dan Orlovsky, I saw today on ESPN, said bet on talent, which kind of goes to your unicorn theory, which is bet on talent. He said, look, Anthony Richardson is raw, but look at the talent. My God, it pops off the screen at you. Yes. And yes. so if he's a unicorn, then the big zero, as I call him from Georgia, Darnell Washington, the tight end. Yes. He is a unicorn on top of a Clydesdale. I yes, mean, he's he, a Clydesdale he, with a horn with fucking wings. This guy he, is he's a, a, he's he's a, a unicorn. Comic, yeah, he's out of a comic book. Yeah, he's a unicorn riding a dragon. Yes. He, he, he is that. And not, uh, not only him, Nolan Smith. The more I watch Nolan Smith from Georgia, he has the ability to be Michael Parsons. Yes, he does. All right. uh, he's a unicorn, I'm telling you. Emmanuel Forbes from Mississippi State, he's only 166 pounds, 6'2". Best cornerback in the draft. He's a unicorn. You understand me? I hear you. All right, 10-minute sprint. I'm going to mock through the NFL.com mock draft. Yours may vary, but I want yeah. a quick hitter on all these picks going down the line. Here we go. 1-1, Bryce Young to Carolina. Uh, sounds good. I think it's the best pick for them. Uh, he's elusive. He can play uh, out of the structure of the offense. I think he is the best quarterback in this draft if you want a quarterback to start day one. Will Anderson edge from Alabama to the Texans at two? Uh, I think they're switching to a 3-4. Uh, he comes for the 49ers, the head coach. Uh, I think, yeah, out of their first pick, 
Uh, yeah, get Will Anderson and then get your offensive weapon with their second first-round pick. Yeah, I can see that. Cardinals at three. Paris Johnson, offensive tackle, Ohio State. Uh, it would be a smart thing, but with the one Jones and and uh, the nail right that you can get later in this draft, uh, I don't see them doing that. I see them either trade now or drafting Jalen Carter. All right, this mock, by the way, from Charles Davis at NFL.com, which is why you're going to go. What mock are you reading, Zabe? That guy's on crack. Yeah. This is yeah. just this is just his opinion today out from the draft. He has it, toast, he, he has at number four. The Colts taking C.J. Stroud. Ah, uh, yes. I could see them doing that, but I will not be shocked if they said, no, nah, we're going to go and we're going to swing for the fences and with go Levis. Anthony Richards. No, with, with Anthony Richards. Anthony okay. Richards. I, I think I think Levis has did a good job of folk, false agmatizing. Yeah. And he's he done a great job. Of, yeah, 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 he is. <laughs> but he's Jay, he's Jay Cutler. He's a worse version of Jay Cutler. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, number five, uh, the Seahawks. Jalen Carter, defensive tackle, Georgia, who got into a real bad situation with a fatal car wreck, uh, was stopped doing visits around the league because he was so toxic, but the talent is off the charts. Is Jalen Carter worth the risk at five? Yes, he is, and and no better coach to put him with. Uh, I I think it's the perfect scenario for him. You know, I'm not going to judge this young kid off a mistake he made. Uh, Hopefully he learned from that mistake Mm -hmm. and he can go on to kind of be the pseudo-worn sap of this draft. Okay, Detroit at six with their pick from the Rams. This was for the Stafford deal. Devon Witherspoon, corner, Illinois. I like Witherspoon, but I feel like six is very high for him. Uh, I think they go with Christian Gonzalez from Oregon. I think he's put together uh, a little bit better. He's uh, taller, 6'2", great ball skills. I think after them doing the uh, Udoka thing, picking him number three a couple of years ago from Ohio State, they might have a bad taste for Big Ten corners in their mouth right now. All right, uh, seven, Raiders take edge rusher Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And you put him across from Cosby. Uh, but I think they have a rushing pair there. But I don't know. But if you put this guy in the mix, you can most definitely rush the passes. I think, actually, I wouldn't be shocked if the uh, Raiders went quarterback right there and took your boy Will Levis right there. All right. Falcons at eight. Christian Gonzalez, corner out of Oregon. Yeah, but they just traded for Udoku. I mean, Udoku, so he's mm-hmm. a top three pick, and you already got uh, Tyrell over there. I think they either go offensive lineman, our best player available. B. John Robinson will probably be amazing at the, the Atlanta Falcons, yeah. so why not him? B. And B. John was rumored there, also rumored for Indy, but uh, he'll come up in just a second here. Nine, Bears, after trading down, take Darnell Wright, offensive tackle Tennessee, to give Justin Fields some protection. He is a monster. He is a mover of people. He's a mean, mean, mean <laughs> man. I love him. When you said his name, I just started crying because that's who I'm hoping we get at 16. Okay. Uh, he's a big climber. I personally think he's the best offensive lineman in this draft. All you got to do is go back and watch the film of uh, him versus uh, Will Anderson. He snapped his finger and everybody disappeared. He destroyed <laughs> He destroyed Will Anderson on he national TV. He went Thanos on him, in other words? Yes, yes. And Dewan Jones is the one named Thanos on here. I'm sure he's on your list also. But this 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 guy right here, right? He's very Trent Williams like. Wow. He's a he, okay. he's a offensive tackle with a defensive mind frame. Eagles at ten, Bijan Robinson, running uh, back yes. Texas. And I just cried and drunk a couple more tears because this. Imagine running read option with Jalen Hurts. And be John Rock. And see, the great thing about the Philadelphia Eagles, they have this luxury pick. Right? And they got another luxury pick. Cause don't forget, yeah, this Davis. one's from New Orleans. This is the yeah, Saints yeah. pick. And when I say luxury pick, they lost a D-Tackle in Hargrove. They got a first-round pick in Jordan Davis from last year. Uh, they lost a middle linebacker. They got Nicole Dean coming from last year. All right, so they got a luxury pick with B. John Robinson right here. This is very – this is one that could most definitely happen. Yeah, yeah. and it, 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 that'll, be, that'll be bad for even all of though, us. Even though they say it's not running back league anymore and that taking a back that high is not what anyone does. But that's what you does when it's a luxury pick. Well, I guess so, yeah. yeah it, a lot of people are going to go, wait. Weren't the Eagles in the Super Bowl? Why are they picking 10? Because they're smart. Because they stack these picks from earlier drafts. Number 11, Titans, Anthony Richardson. 
from Florida. Oh, oh, listen, that would actually be perfect marriage. It'll be a perfect marriage. I just don't see him getting past the coach, and I might see somebody trading up, somebody, you know, just somebody you're not even thinking for. But I, I think that'll be a good marriage for him if they're willing to let him sit and watch football for a year. All right, the Texans with their second of their two first-rounders at 12 get Will Levis from Kentucky. Bust. Uh, you, you're not a fan of his. I was uh, not a fan as soon as I saw the bathroom mirror selfie. I'm like, yeah. I'm out. Yeah, you, you you understand. You like your quarterback's bad body. You understand? I don't, I, I don't even need a bad body. I just don't want him taking pictures of themselves. Hey, if your if your quarterback doesn't look like a politician, he probably <laughs> he probably not a good quarterback. So at the end of the day, now yeah, Will Evans is the ultimate. Let's rush him up the board, and ooh, we shocked that he turned out to be uh, Nate Peterman. Uh, you knew it. <laughs> Number thirteen, the Packers, according to this mock. With the 13th pick, they scooched up from 15 in that trade for Rodgers. Take Jackson, Smith, and Jigba wide out Ohio State. Oh, that'll be lovely. But actually, I would go tight end right there. I would try to get Michael Myers, uh, Donnell Washington, get him, a, get him a target in the middle of the field that he cannot miss. And, hey, everybody down on Jordan Love, do not be shocked if the kid come out there and ball. Number 14, Patriots take offensive lineman Peter Skoronsky from Northwestern. Yeah, that's all about right. The Patriots always come left field, Sheffield. Every time they come, they right there. I'm expecting to hear them say a guy by the name of John Wilkerson out of uh, Milwaukee State. Like they, they love to come. They love to overthink the process and feel like they can find a, a diamond in the rough. Fifteen. The Jets take Broderick Jones, offensive tackle, Georgia, to give Aaron Rodgers some help. Uh, they still got Malachi Beckton. They still got some huge guys, and you add this guy to the bunch. Uh, they just more fire for the Arsenal as the uh the fight New York uh Aaron Rodgers move towards a Super Bowl contention. At number sixteen, your Washington Commanders take Hendon Hooker, quarterback Tennessee, who's twenty four years old already. He's twenty. He's twenty five. Twenty five already. What do you love about Hendon Hooker? Does the age bother you at all? Uh, no, I love old women. At the end of the day, the end. Uh, this also don't forget Joe Burrow was twenty four when he came out. Nobody wants to talk about that. Uh, and plus, point. quarterback and part of quarterbacks are playing into their forties. It doesn't matter. Uh, taking him right there, I'll be shocked. I'll be real shocked if we did it. I think we'll be looking more offensive line. I think whoever picked that is smoking cinnamon toast crack would not be a good look. Uh, I think we go big boy right there. I'm not. I actually think we we trade out. I think we're going to do everything to trade back in the draft. I don't think we love anybody, and I think overdrafting Hendon Hooker right there is not in the coach's mind. All right, number 17, the Pittsburgh Steelers. According to this mock draft, Charles Davis, NFL.com, Joey Porter Jr., corner Penn State. Yo, who Joey yes. Porter Jr. to the Steelers. Please, God, make it happen. Yeah, it sounds right. It is right. He will be available. Uh, I think this is one of the only places in the NFL that he could reach Pro Bowl status. Uh, he's long, doesn't get the ball back, doesn't tackle as well. He's good press guy, but in Pittsburgh, they will. The nostalgia, he's been in that locker room for 20 years anyway. It just works. Lions at 18 take tight end Dalton Kincaid from Utah. Uh, yes, Don Kincaid could, he can basically do everything. Not the best blocker in the world, but he's an option route running tight end that can really do something for Jared Goff. Uh, he's basically Theon Greyjoy. Nobody gives Jared Goff any love or any respect, <laughs> but I, I respect his game. I respect his gangster. Uh, Jared Goff can play and adding Dalton Kincaid would be perfect. Buccaneers at 19, according to this mock, take Nolan Smith edge from Georgia. I love Nolan Smith. I just told you what he could do. He's more than an edge. He's a stand-up linebacker. He's a three-down linebacker. He's a 4-4-4-3 guy. I'm telling you right now, if he gets in the right defense, we're looking at Michael Parsons the second. All right, Seattle at 20 takes corner Deontay Banks from Maryland. Yeah, Deontay Banks is – he built like Sean Springs when he came out. Like, he Thick. looks the part. Yes, he looks the part. He looks ready to play the game. He's strong at the point of pressing. He can get the ball. He knows how to find the ball. He's fearless. I think that's a good match. And any time a corner go to Seattle with Pete Carroll, you got a chance to be great. All right, Chargers at 21. 
according to this mock, Zay Flowers, Boston College wideout. Talking to Steve Smith, he feels like he's Steve Smith the second. He really? feels like the, he feels like this guy is very comparable to him. So if you add a Steve Smith to a roster, shit, that says a lot. This will be the highest drafted Boston College wideout I can ever remember. Boston College, not exactly well, a a college football power. Well, Boston College is known for giving us oddities, mainly offensive linemen, uh, but they also give you the running back, uh, the defensive back every once in a while that ends up, yeah. you know. You know A.J. Dillon. A.J. Dillon's a Boston College guy. Yeah, yeah. somebody wants to study law and realize I can't tackle, you know. <laughs> Pick 22, Ravens take Miles Murphy, Clemson, Edge. I thought he – I think his best football is in front of him. I didn't think he played all that well, but the upside, we talked about unicorns. He is a unicorn, and going to Baltimore as a defensive player says success. Yeah, that works. Minnesota 23 takes Iowa edge Lucas Van Ness. Van Ness, he's a guy that didn't even start a lot. He is a monster. Talk to my guy, Ladea Betts, that's there right now, running back coach. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, Jack Campbell. I asked him about Jack Campbell. He brought up Luke Van Ness. Call him J.J. Watt the third. Oh, listen, <laughs> all I'm saying is a white guy, edge. White guy yeah, on the yeah. edge. It's, Remember, a rare, it's a rare thing. Listen, 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 every championship team needs one thing. <laughs> all right. Uh, 24 Jaguars take Florida guard Osiris Torrance. Oh, Osiris Turner, he's a mountain of a man. Listen to me, he's huge. And he go to bad. The thing about it is he's a better pass blocker than he is a run blocker. I don't like that out of my guards, but a mountain of a man. And if you're going to spend a first-round pick on a guard, I think he's the only one worth a first-round pick in this draft. Okay, Giants at 25 take wideout Jordan Addison from USC. They need wideouts. Uh, uh, they was basically throwing to the faceless men last year. So at the end of the day, they need wideouts. And adding Jordan Addison, he's very similar to our guy, Jahan Dotson, can do a little bit of everything. So, yeah, good pick for the Giants right there. A man is nobody. He's, he is nobody. A man is nobody. That's what the faceless men taught us. 26, Cowboys take tight end Michael Meyer. Notre Dame. Cue the Cowboy fans with their Halloween masks of Michael hey, Meyer, right? Hey, listen, I love it. And he is just he's just a big old Gronkowski man. And and listen, <laughs> I'm a you know, Dak, Dak is a Mississippi State Bulldog, and nothing's safer than a tight end. And I was just so sick of seeing Dalton Schultz out there with his neck. Uh, radio uh, earphones on his neck. I, I think Michael Myers is a big old target that can move the chains. He helps their offense, and he's a great block. Buffalo takes DB Brian Branch from Alabama. I think that's a lie. Uh, I think if you're looking at the uh, Buffalo Bills, they'll probably want to add either an offensive line. Like Anton uh, Harrison from Oklahoma? Yes, they'll probably want to add a guy like that. Or they just lost their middle linebacker, so I wouldn't be shocked if they went Jack Campbell right there. So uh, I just don't think they're picking where they think they're picking right All there. right, Bengals at 28 take running back Jameer Gibbs from Bama. Oh, yeah. and he is special. He can't listen. This dude can flat out. Bald. Uh, he's a baller that nobody's talking about. Won't be shocked to see this guy go first round. He can run around you. He can run through you. He can do a little bit of everything. Don't got a lot of miles and a lot of tread on the tight ears, so that works. All right. Uh, New Orleans at 29. D-tackle Brian Breezy from Clemson. I love Brian Breezy, but Caleb uh, Clancy from uh, Pitt, this guy is a monster. All right, this guy is Aaron Better Donald choice. II. Better choice yes. at that position for you. All right, 30, Eagles take D-tackle Kalijah Cansey Can't, from Pittsburgh. Yes, that's the guy I'm talking about. Please, Lord, don't let Philadelphia Eagles get them oh, two guys God. that they draft. <laughs> the, 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 rich, the rich get richer. Uh, please don't let this happen. But that guy, is. I think he's one of these unicorns. He's a, a D-tackle that runs a 4-4-40. He's a unicorn, man. All right, and then uh, Kansas City at 31, at least according to one mock draft here, just one man's opinion, Luke Musgrave, tight end, Oregon State. That would be the third or fourth tight end taken in the first round. Luxury pick. The, 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 the Kansas City Chiefs have a luxury pick here and add a tight end behind Kelsey. Doesn't sound bad considering that he's 35 years old. Why did I not see the Clydesdale unicorn in this mock draft by a guy uh, in Charles Davis who I like and I think he's pretty good? He left him out of the first round. 
And guess what? And Kansas City won't let Donnell Washington pass them by. I know Big Red. I even, know Andy Reid. Even with Kelsey? Even with Kelsey, the rich get richer. Oh, what are you going to do fuck. when they come out with two, two tight, tight ends? Ah, oh, and they got one that they can run behind because he's a glorified left tackle. I man, Listen. Big, the rich get richer. He's a red zone target. Nobody can stop because you're going to double Kelsey and you're going to have him over there with a safety, with your second safety, and he's going to dunk on him. Man, that would suck for everyone in the AFC West, to be sure, because that would be formidable. That would make, I would say, Gronk and uh, what's his name before he committed murder uh, look like child's play as a two tight end setup. Yes, it will. Aaron and, Hernandez. And, yeah. Yes, it would. It'll be the best tight end duo since those tight ends right there. You got one guy starting. And, and then think about the fact that the tutelage, he will be learning under Kelsey, arguably the best tight end to ever play. And now you got Donnell Washington. Oh, my God. All right, Fred. I owe you a steak dinner, man. Thank you for your time today, buddy. We'll see you soon. All right. No problem, bro. All right, buddy. See you. All right. Fred Smoot, giant Game of Thrones fan. I mean, a complete fanatic. I didn't have the heart to tell him I still have yet to start watching House of the Dragon. He would be so angry at me because I, too, am a huge Game of Thrones fan. Not as much as Fred is, but uh, I'm going to get to it. Just need the sports cycle to die down here just a bit. All right, that'll do it for me today. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks to Fred coming on. The NFL Draft, it's fun. It's harmless. It won't change your life or your team's trajectory, probably. But a few key guys are going to be ass kickers next year on Sundays, and that's what we're all excited for. Thanks for listening. Have a great Thursday, and we will see you tomorrow. Watching any sport is a hell of a lot more exciting when you got a little something-something riding on the game. But what happens when the season is over? At my bookie, there is no off-season. NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL, boxing, heck, table tennis, MMA, and more. If they got it, you can bet it. If the games are being played, the line is on the board at my bookie. Just remember, where you bet, though, is every bit as important, if not more so than what you're betting on. That's why I tell all my friends to go to mybookie.ag. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big whatever, or these guys are in the market. Nah, Johnny come latelys. You want to trust them? Trust the bookie I've been working with for years, my bookie. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does it matter? Oh, I don't know, maybe a million reasons. Better lines, better payouts, less rules, you name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. That's promo code ZABE and get your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. You bet, you win, and most importantly, you get paid with mybookie.ag. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.